This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Congress is back in town this week, or at least one chamber of it is. The Senate resumes session today after its August recess. The House is expected to do so next week. It's a month many are expecting will include some kind of action on the Farm Bill, since many of the legislation's programs expire at the end of the month. House Ag Committee Republican Mike Bost spoke to that effect on this week's open mic. He says moving a Farm Bill will be a difficult legislative exercise. You're trying to coordinate some group of people on the right, and you're trying to coordinate some group of people on the left to come up with enough votes to pass something that when we send it to the Senate will continue to pass to the president's desk. If it doesn't, it will at least drive us to uh, a conference committee where we can come to some sort of agreement. Bost recently hosted House Ag Chair Glenn G.T. Thompson in his Illinois district and says producers in his region underscored their need for a new farm bill. The chairman himself said that he believes that we will get out of the House, out of the House, he didn't say done, but out of the House, uh, the farm bill by the end by the end of September, which is when it's due. Boss says there's understanding of the need to maintain the nation's current farm bill rather than revert to depression era permanent law. But we also know that yes, we have to have it because language runs out on October 1st. But if we are delayed, we're not in any real problem until a month, a couple months down the road when when certain things start kicking in. And he will guarantee that we'll be able to figure out a way to do an extension so that we can actually at least operate under the existing farm bill. You can hear more from Bost, including his thoughts on infrastructure and environmental policy in this week's open mic on agripulse.com, where you can also check out a preview of the week's events in our Washington week ahead. In other news, the biofuels industry also hopes to see some action on one of its main priorities before the end of the year, an effort to secure a legislative solution to summertime E-15 sales. Senator Deb Fisher of Nebraska led a bill that would do that in July. The bill also includes the support of a few oil state senators, including Environment and Public Works Committee Ranking Member Shelley Moore Capito of West Virginia. Jeff Cooper with the Renewable Fuels Association says the bill offers supporters a chance to resolve the issue on Capitol Hill. We're hopeful that it gets across the goal line before the end of this year. Uh, we know that uh, those senators and, and others are going to be working really hard to, to, to broaden the base of support. You know, the, the we're talking with the administration as well about this issue. The other thing putting pressure on this, of course, is the governor's petition. Uh, we, and that's the reason, frankly, that we have the support of API and some of the refiners is they would prefer a nationwide solution that extends the waiver to E15. Some refiners have thrown their weight behind the bill, hoping it would avoid a unique market being forced next year if eight Midwestern states are allowed to sell E15 year-round by the clearance of an EPA petition. That bill and the effort behind it might have support from many important lawmakers, but it lacks the backing of EPW Chair Tom Carper of Delaware. Cooper hopes Carper can be brought along. Certainly the White House talks to Senator Carper and has some you know, obviously President Biden himself has a, a, a great relationship with Senator Carper and they're very close. Um, so, you know, we're, we're hopeful that the, the governor's petition is going to put some pressure on, on the administration to resolve this and that in turn they will be willing to engage with 
the hill and uh, EPW in particular to help, you know, help, help grease the skids. The bill is a more streamlined approach than the Next Generation Fuels Act, which addresses E15 and a wider swath of the biofuels industry priorities on Capitol Hill. Cooper says RFA supports that bill, but also wants to make sure E15 can be resolved. So far, the Fisher Capito bill does not have a house companion measure. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. U.S. agriculture contributes just 10% to overall greenhouse gas emissions, a lot less than other industries. Agriculture also plays an active role in enhancing wildlife and absorbing carbon. Learn more at fb.org sustainability. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.